You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Eagles fans and Cowboys fans, welcome into Crossover Thursday right here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. We thank you for making Lockdown Eagles and Lockdown Cowboys your first listen each and every day. I'm host of Lockdown Eagles, Louis DiBiase. He's the host of Lockdown Cowboys, Marcus Mosher, previewing a Sunday night battle between the 5-0 and undefeated Philadelphia Eagles and the 4-1 and Dallas Cowboys led by Cooper Rush. Marcus, thanks for joining me today, man. Uh, long time no talk and Man, when was the last time we did a show together where both teams at the same time were this good? Uh, I don't think we have. I, the last right. time I remember the Cowboys and Eagles both being like really, really good was 2014, uh, where the Cowboys played a, I said the same a thing. night game in Philadelphia. Yep. I, that's that's the last time that these two teams have been this good, at least in my opinion. And today's episode, guys, is brought to you by Prize Picks. Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. Pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their Prize Picks projection, you can up to ten times your money on your entry. First-time users can receive a one hundred percent instant deposit match up to a hundred dollars with the promo code Locked On. That's PrizePicks.com. Promo code Locked On. Marcus, we've got uh, our storylines. We're going to get into matchups as well, predictions. Loaded show for our listeners today. But yeah, you you make a great point. I was thinking about that earlier today. It's like. You had the 2019 battle at the end of the year for the division. So, of course, that game was close. Mm-hmm. You had um, 2013, I guess, two going all the way back then. Week 17, winner the Kyle takes Orton the division. Game. Yeah, the Kyle Orton game. But, yeah, when like at the same time, though, when both teams are playing this good, it has to be 2014 when both teams were kind of rolling at the end. And it, the Eagles, funny enough, had Mark Sanchez as their quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> we we've had a lot of fun primetime Cowboy Eagles yeah. games, you know, back to the 2008 the Deshaun Jackson game, right? Oh yeah, uh, I mean it's the, the with Donovan McNabb game where he scrambled around for about what 15 minutes before finally was it Freddie Mitchell that he connected on? Oh man, I couldn't. Yeah, I think it was Freddie Mitchell. And then you guys in 2009 blow the Eagles out in Jerry World back to back weeks to win the division yep. and the playoffs. Yep. So and both those are primetime blows. games. Yeah, yeah, they've exchanged blows year after year. And, you know, this one's huge. Both these teams are at the top of the NFC. The Eagles are the only undefeated team left in the NFL right now at 5-0. and They haven't been 5-0 and since 2004. It's only the third time they've done it in franchise history. And your Dallas Cowboys are 4-1, and doing a little Nick Foles-Eagles-esque kind of action with your backup quarterback and Cooper Rush. How is he looking? And is he going to be the quarterback this week, or is it Dak Prescott? Will he be ready? Yeah, so that's that's. I didn't even make the Nick Foles uh, kind of comparison. I, yeah. Cooper Rush is Nick Foles without uh, cool branding, right? It's without just, the flash. Well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and he's just he's just not as good. But yeah, yeah. I mean, Louis, when the Cowboys lost in Week One to Tampa Bay, Landon McCool, my co-host, and I, we we did a show right after that game, and we were talking about like season's over. Like Dak's going to miss eight games. The schedule's too difficult. The roster's not good enough, and it's like. Let's get ready for Sean Payton in 2023. I mean, yeah. seriously, like that was the, the mood of the team coming out of that Tampa Bay game. And now that they're four and one, it's why can't they beat the Eagles in Philadelphia and get back to, to being the NFC East leader? And why can't they yeah. win 13 games this year and be the number one seed in the NFC East? It's just, it's funny how quickly things have changed, but on the flip side, we knew the Eagles were going to be good this year. I don't think anybody thought they were going to be this good. 
I, how have they gotten to be at, at this level where they're just so much further ahead than every other team in the NFC East? Yeah, I think we knew the Eagles were one of the more complete rosters in the NFL and they had a very high floor. Even if they didn't win the NFC East, if it was the Dallas Cowboys, I think we all thought they were going to at least make the playoffs in this NFC where there's seven seeds that make it. But I think the reason they're undefeated and exceeding even my expectations with this higher ceiling they're flashing not only is everything working on both sides of the ball, every move Howie Roseman made this offseason, the trade candidates, their options they had, the free agent signings, the draftees, they've all been huge. But the big reason they're 5-0 and is because Jalen Hurts is taking the MVP-like step that me yep. and a lot of people didn't think he could take. I mean, he has been nearly flawless this year, and the biggest development has been his progression in the pocket. So I think that's the biggest thing is, we all knew the Eagles had a high floor this year, but the ceiling was always going to be questionable because you only go as far as your quarterback, even when you have a loaded roster. So right. that's the reason they're five and zero. Lou, I got a question for you. I want you to yeah. answer as honestly as you can, right? Yeah, yeah. Listen, I know a lot of people when guys get hurt, like on opposing teams, are like, "Oh, I wish we, I wish they could play them at full strength," and you know, they just kind of say that, but then they're secretly happy that like <laughs> yeah. somebody's not playing. In the case of the Eagles, obviously it's going to be much easier for the Eagles to win this game without Cooper Rush or without Dak Prescott, excuse yeah. me. Does part of you wish that Dak was playing in this game so that you can really see if the Eagles are better than the Cowboys at full strength? I go back and forth because I think this is such an important game for both teams. I mean, it's crazy that you're 5-0, and but you need this win badly because you look at the schedule for the Eagles and the Cowboys, Marcus. It's it, pretty soft. It, it's not really that hard. I mean, they, they got the Green Bay Packers, and I guess you could see the Tennessee Titans down the road as a you know formidable opponent, but schedule's pretty easy. These tiebreakers in the division matchups are going to be mm-hmm. very important. So in that way, I'm not, you know, drinking the Cooper Rush Kool-Aid where I think he's better than Dak Prescott. He's but not, yeah, absolutely. Not. There's the journalist in me wants to see the best storyline. And I really want to see how Jalen Hurts compares to Dak Prescott, because a lot of people, when they said, what is Jalen Hurts' ultimate ceiling? Like, what's the best case scenario for Jalen? Who can he become? A lot of people did point to Dak, who has been seen as mm-hmm. the best NFC East quarterback for some time now. So in, in a comparison way, and just as a guy who loves quarterback battles, absolutely. You know, you want a team at full strength as a, a great, you know, test to see where this team is at. And, and that's the thing is you want uh, neither the Cowboys or the Eagles have very many measuring stick games left right. on their schedule. Exactly. They both have the Packers. They both have the Titans. But we've seen the Titans struggle. And the Packers certainly don't look as good as we've seen. So. I think it, I'm putting my my mind into the Eagles' perspective. Like, if they go out there and they beat the the Cowboys in a close game, let's say like twenty three seventeen, that's going to be great, right? They're still going to be on pace to be the number one seed. They're going to win the division. But I do wonder, like in the back of their minds, it's okay, we're good, but are we good enough to beat the Cowboys when yeah. they're at full strength? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, you won't be able to answer that question until not Dak until Prescott later in the year, plays. right? Until right. They come to Dallas, and that's that's why this is it's it's such a weird week. Six games usually aren't this important, but this one probably is because I just don't see I don't see either team losing a ton of games the rest of the way. Well, and Marcus, again, you know, even without Dak Prescott, though, this is going to be one of the tougher tests the Eagles face all year. I mean, how have the Cowboys gotten to four and one? A lot of it's because you know Rush has done a lot of good things, but Mm -hmm. I mean. This roster on both sides of the ball, very similar to the Eagles. It's hard for the quarterback to really mess things up. Yeah, I mean, that's basically all that Cooper Rush has been asked to do is just don't mess things up. Like a punt 
on fourth and four is not the worst thing in the world with our defense and our punting game. Like we're, we'll pin you the teams inside the 20 yard line and let Micah Parsons and Marcus Lawrence eat. So he hasn't been asked to do a lot that way. One of the things that I want to see, I don't really want to see it, but it's going to happen is like the Cowboys have been in great game scripts over the last four weeks. Like they jumped out to a 14 zero lead on the Bengals. They were up nine, nothing against the Rams. What happens when they're down 10-0 to Philadelphia in Philadelphia? Like, what does the offense look like then? Can they actually sling the ball enough to go and get points? They haven't had that challenge yet, but I got a feeling it's coming on Sunday night. Yeah, I agree. And I think the Eagles are kind of in a similar boat where they've had some incredible first halves all season. And then they've gotten almost comfortable with these leads and they've let teams back in like the Cardinals last week. You look mm-hmm. at that Detroit Lions game week one. I think for both these teams is playing four complete quarters as cheesy as it sounds. I don't think you've seen that from no. either team yet, despite these five and one and four and one starts. It's going to you know come down to a lot of matchups, Marcus, and we'll get into those matchups coming up next. It's crossover Thursday, Lockdown Eagles, Lockdown Cowboys, previewing a huge Sunday night matchup between the Eagles and Cowboys 825 kickoff on Sunday. Today's show is sponsored by Simply Safe. Here's a sports analogy for you. When it comes to burglars, your home is like the end zone. You need the absolute strongest defense you can muster. This is why I use and trust Simply Safe home security. It's Simply Safe, your safety is the only thing that matters. It's cutting edge technology powered by 24 7 professional monitoring agents who always have your back so you always know your home is safe. I love that you can control your system with your phone, with the app, watching crystal clear HD live streams with your security cameras adds that extra bit of reassurance for you. With 24-7 professional monitoring, Simply Safe's agents call you the moment a threat is detected and dispatch police or first responders in an emergency, even if you're not home or can't be reached. Simply Safe blankets your home in protection with advanced sensors for every room, window, and door, HD security cameras for inside and outside your home, smarter ways to detect motion that only alert you when a threat is real, and even hazard sensors that instantly detect fires, floods, and other threats to your home. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash lockdown NFL. Save 20% on your Simply Safe security system when you sign up for an interactive monitoring plan and get your first month for free. Again, visit simplysafe.com slash lockdown NFL to learn more. There's no safe like Simply Safe. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles and Lockdown Cowboys your first listen each and every day. This is Crossover Thursday. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Marcus Mosher. Also, guys, make sure to check out our NFL key predictions every Friday on Lockdown NFL. Lockdown's local experts give you the inside scoop on the five biggest games of the NFL weekend, including Sunday and Monday Night Football, plus betting advice from the field's leading experts at Bet Online. Follow NFL key predictions every Friday on Lockdown NFL, available on the Odyssey app. YouTube and wherever you get your podcast, the five and zero Eagles take on the four and one Cowboys on Sunday night football. And Marcus, we talked about a lot of the storylines already heading into this massive matchup, but a lot of the matchups in this game are going to be star studded too on both sides of the ball. What like right now, instantly when I mention matchups, what's the key one that comes to your head that's going to really dictate who gets a win here on Sunday? Lane Johnson versus Demarcus Lawrence. Like I agree. I mean, we, we love offensive and defensive line play. Uh, we know about Micah Parsons. We can talk about him um, ad nauseum, right? But to me, it's Demarcus Lawrence, who has had some success against Lane Johnson uh, before. For, for my money, I think Lane Johnson's the best right tackle in the NFL. Yeah. And, Lou, I think you can make a case or at least an argument like he's a top two, top three overall tackle in the league. I agree. It, if he wins this matchup, 
the Cowboys are going to be in trouble because that probably means they're able to run the ball. That probably means that Jalen Hurts is able to have time to throw the ball. And that's just bad news for the Cowboys defense. But on the flip side, if Lawrence wins this matchup, and I, I expect to see a lot of Lane Johnson one-on-one with Lawrence, and he's controlling the line of scrimmage, and he's setting the edge, and he's recording six or seven pressures like he has the last couple of weeks, that's when the Cowboys defense can be really good because if Mike is drawing double teams or making pressures on the other side and DeMarcus Lawrence is winning his matchup, this defense is really difficult to stop. So keep an eye on those two players because I think whoever wins that matchup is probably going to end up winning this game. Not many defensive ends do really well at getting by Lane Johnson. Johnson hasn't allowed a sack in almost going on two years now. He is PFF's number one graded right tackle right now when it comes to his pass blocking grade. But you're right, Demarcus Lawrence has kind of been the one guy that's had his number a little bit over the years. Lane has even said that himself to the media. I think he said it a couple years ago specifically. So I, I just think overall, though, you know, Parsons, too, with the way he moves across the formation, pass rushing different spots, how they're going to attack Jalen Hurts is going to be really interesting. I think that's going to be a key because it's kind of strength against strength, right? Mm -hmm. The Eagles offensive line, four fifths of the line this year have not allowed a sack on Jalen Hurts. And that we know how good Parsons and Lawrence are for that Dallas front. The Eagles have struggled. The one thing I've noticed with this offensive line is elite as they've been and Jalen Hurts, what he struggled with too. And just the entire scheme is when teams bring the blitz or when they have disguised looks of where the pressure is coming from, Mm -hmm. sometimes they struggle to pick those up. And I've noticed at times there's not a hot route to get the ball out when there's more pressure. And I think sometimes Jalen Hurts, his instincts kick in. He drops his eyes prematurely. And and so, yeah, you want the guy to use his legs a lot. And the Detroit Lions know he gashed them in that way. But I think last week he really struggled with that against the Cardinals until – it mattered most in the fourth quarter on third and 11. He finally stood in the pocket and found an open Dallas Goddard on a blitz. So how they respond to many different looks Dallas brings with pressure, I think that's going to be key. Uh, really quick, um, Jordan Maitai, is he going to play at left tackle this week? Yeah, I think he's going to. He had a shoulder injury that he suffered in the Jacksonville Jaguars game two weeks ago. He was close to playing against Arizona, so I think he's going to be a go. Landon Dickerson, their left guard, and Jason Kelsey, their center, also had leg injuries they suffered against the Cardinals. So their line's not fully at 100%, but I think they're going to be at full strength with all five. Yeah. Okay. And that's a, that's a big one because Philadelphia, yeah. as we mentioned at the top, they've got the best offensive line in the NFL, and I'm not sure it's all that close. So even yeah. if they do have all five of their starters – if they're even compromised at all, that's where I look for Dan Quinn and his you know, front four to try to take advantage of it. And then, Marcus, I think, too, you, you flip the other side of the field here and you stick in the trenches. What's going to be key is this top-tier Dallas Cowboys rushing attack led mm-hmm. by Tony Pollard and then Ezekiel Elliott. Against... Oh, don't say that too loud. Cowboy <laughs> fans will get real upset with you. Are they still on the Zeke train over Pollard? I, I think I – think... After what, like five, six, say, seven on, years, I think they're finally at the point where they would like to see a 50-50 split. Although I will say that the way that they've used those two this year, I think is starting to make more sense. Just really quickly. I, they're using they're using Zeke more as a short yardage, the grinder. Okay. I'd almost call it like for the Eagle fans, like the Jordan Howard role. Sure. Yeah. And then no, they, sure. they use Pollard on, you know, between the t- 20s when they need big plays, when they need to run stuff outside. That's when Pollard's getting his touches. 
So I think when you look at that matchup, especially against Eagles defensive tackle, their rookie first round pick from Georgia, Jordan Davis on the inside, I think that's going to be key because as you mentioned, Cooper Rush, the Cowboys starting quarterback this Sunday, really hasn't been asked you to win a game because of him, right? You've won with him, but not really because of him. And a lot of that has been because of the run game. So if Jordan Davis can, you know, follow up, where he had the best Nick Sirianni, the Eagles head coach said Davis had the best game of his career so far in Arizona last week. If he can follow that up, I think that's going to be crucial. That matchup, the trenches overall, it's obvious, but it's going to be key on both sides. Yeah. And the Cowboys have had massive issues at left guard this year. Connor McGovern, their starter. Well, actually let me back up. Yeah. Tyler Smith was going to be their starting left guard before Tyron Smith went down with an injury. They had to move Tyler Smith to left guard or left tackle Connor McGovern switched from right ta- right guard to left guard. He got hurt on the third play of the game. Matt Farniak, uh, who was a seventh-round pick from Nebraska, has played terribly. The Cowboys signed Jason Peters, who your listeners know very well, moved into left guard, a position he's never played before. He got injured in practice last week. The, the expectation was he was going to be out for a month. He was back out there on Wednesday practicing because I think he really wants to play Philadelphia. The guy's unbelievable, man. I mean, yeah, he's going to play till he's 60. <laughs> and I think he he hasn't started yet, but he's been playing like 15, 20 snaps a game. If he's healthy, I think he's going to play a lot. And, man, Jordan Davis against Jason Peters, that's like 750 pounds of man there. It's, it's, it's crazy. unbelievable. The old versus the new. Peter is one of the best offensive linemen in Eagles history. So, uh, Marcus, to now you know, keep going back and forth here. To go back to the Eagles offense against the Cowboys defense, Trayvon Diggs has a tough task this week going mm-hmm. up against A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith, which, by the way, that duo is one of only three receiver duos in the NFL this year where both guys have at least 350 receiving yards. How are they going to, you know, because Diggs can only cover one of them. How are they going to attack? Is he going to shadow Brown? Are they going to play zone? How do you think they attack that? I would say big three to throwing in tight end Dallas Goddard. Sure. Uh, So last week against the Rams was the first time in Diggs' career where he traveled and covered a receiver. And he gave up one long pass to Cooper uh, Cup. It happens. It's the best receiver in football. Right. I don't expect Diggs to travel in this game. I think he's going to play the side. Anthony Brown, their other cornerback, is having a really nice year. But I think what you will see is you'll see the Cowboys be very aggressive, and they're going to dare the Eagles to throw the ball down the field. I think Diggs wants nothing more than Jalen Hurts to take a couple shots down the field uh, because that's where he can win. So, yeah, don't expect Diggs to follow A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith. Expect them to stay on their sides, but uh, that's – it's going to be a, a fantastic matchup no matter where Diggs is at, no matter where Anthony Brown's at in this game. Yeah, I think you look at it too, uh, Marcus, are they going to play a lot of man coverage? Because it's kind of what Washington did. They brought a lot of disguise looks, a lot of pressure up the middle. But when the Eagles picked it up, they had a lot of one-on-one matchups down the field. It allowed Devontae Smith to have a career game. Mm-hmm. So I am fascinated to see it. You know, there's just a lot of different ways teams are trying to attack Jalen Hurts. The Vikings played more zone coverage. They played off and kind of dared him to pick them apart with, you know, Which zone coverage. And, you know, you know, he did. And they wanted to keep him in front of him mobility-wise. But then other teams like the Lions and Cardinals have tried to attack him. So, it's, you know, kind of pick and choose what you do with Hurts. Uh, and I'll add this in really quickly before we move on. I, I, yeah. I expect Dan Quinn to be aggressive. He is not going to allow Jalen Hurts to just sit back in the pocket and pick apart his own defense. He's going to want Hurts to make quick decisions yeah. and more than anything, probably throw the ball down the field. The Cowboys love their safeties. Malik Hooker is having an incredible season. 
Diggs is playing the best football of his career. They would love nothing more than Hurts to, uh, to have Hurts try to make a contested throw down the field one-on-one with Trayvon Diggs in coverage. So expect a lot of guys hovering around the line of scrimmage. Maybe we'll see some quarterback spy looks as well, but they are not going to use an umbrella coverage basically what the Vikings did in week two. That you, I can guarantee you yeah. that will not happen. I agree. That's how, you know, four-fifths of these opponents have attacked the Eagles. So it'll be fascinating to see what happens Sunday night. Marcus, we got predictions coming up next. This is Crossover Thursday, Lockdown Eagles and Lockdown Cowboys. I'll tell you guys about prize picks. I'm sure you guys are aware of prize picks by now. It's absolutely fantastic. Right before the game starts, you, you pick two to five players, and if they score more or less than their prize pick projection, you win. And you can win up to ten times your money. It's so easy, like in this game. Jalen Hurts over like 35, 40 rushing yards. I'm in. Like, I, I just think he's going to get a bunch of rushing attempts in this one. I think that's a pretty a pretty safe bet. Uh, what's so cool about prize picks is you're not competing against other people. It's just you versus the projections available. Plus, they offer projections on just about any sport that you watch. That includes, are you ready? NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, PGA, college football, men's college basketball, Women's college basketball, soccer, WNBA, esports, NASCAR, tennis, MMA, boxing, disc golf, Euro basketball, cricket, and more. If you can think of another sport that they that they don't offer, uh, I'll be shocked because I, I've seen it. I've seen it all on their website. It's absolutely incredible. Entries can be made in sixty seconds or less. It's that easy. Plus, they have safe and fast withdrawals. Currently operational in thirty states and in Canada. Download the Price Pick app or go to PricePicks.com to sign up and play daily fantasy sports. First-time users can receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100 with promo code LOCKEDON. If you deposit $100, Price Picks will give you $100. If you deposit $25, they'll give you $25. It's, it's really just that simple. Don't forget to enter promo code LOCKEDON at sign up for an instant deposit match up to $100. We thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles and Lockdown Cowboys your first listen each and every day. I'm Louis DiBiase. He's Marcus Mosher. This is Crossover Thursday. Eagles-Cowboys Sunday night football. The 5-0 and Eagles against the 4-1 and Cowboys. Marcus, a lot of times my friends that are not fans of the NFC East, you hear them groan because of all these primetime games the East yep. has gotten over the years. But this year, I don't think people are complaining. It's crazy, but they might be the best division of football. Yeah, I mean, what a side of Washington. We, yeah, well, <laughs> sorry, Commanders. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, this is the best division of football, and even the Giants are playing so far above their heads; it's ridiculous now. Uh, no, this is a fun primetime game, and we go right from Bills Chiefs in the four p.m. Eastern window to Cowboys Eagles in primetime. What, what's better than that? Fans deserve it, considering we're getting Commanders Bears on Thursday night. Again, so sorry, Commander fans. The, the later schedule, yeah, we're really dragging <laughs> Washington right now. But at one and four, they deserve it because the other teams yep. are. Let's see, they're twelve and two combined. Yeah, uh, if, if I one, did my one math, of those losses, thirteen and two. If one of those losses came, uh, the Cowboys beating the Giants, right? Exactly. There you go. So they're undefeated against other teams. Yep. Somebody's got to lose this game Sunday night at Lincoln Financial Field. Marcus, the Eagles right now, according to our official sportsbook bet online, they are uh, six-point favorites. The line right now is minus six. How you feeling about that? I think it feels about right. I don't know how you can have Cooper Rush going yeah. into Philadelphia being anything more than a six-point underdog. And frankly, I think the Cowboys like it. I, I think they like this underdog mentality. Mike McCarthy talked about it in, in the press conference last week. Um, they're okay with it, and they understand – you know, they're not going to be a favorite for a while with uh, Cooper Rush. But, Louie, I got to say, I think 
this is a game the Eagles should win. You're at home against the lesser quarterback, and I think they will. That's not to say it's not going to be tough, that there's not going to be moments where maybe Dallas you know, keeps it close going into the fourth quarter, but this is the game that the Eagles will win. I'm going to predict a pretty low score. I'll say like a 23 to 17 game that I was going to say it, right now, the over under is 42. You going under with that? Probably. Cause I, yeah. I, I just think the Cowboys offense is going to struggle to score more than 17 or 20 points. I agree. I think this is the game. The Eagles have to take advantage. Dallas has kind of had their number um, recently and Jalen hurts his numbers in, in two games against the Cowboys. Doesn't look great, especially that Monday night game early on in 2021, but Dak Prescott's out. You're at home to get to 6-0 and and get two games above Dallas, it's a huge opportunity, especially heading into the bye week. They can kind of go all out right now and yep. then get healthy. So on primetime football, I want to see the Eagles assert themselves as a Super Bowl contender. And even though it's not Dak Prescott, this is a great Dallas team. And it's one of those, you know, check yourself kind of games because they don't have a lot more of them on the schedule. And I would also say the Cowboys are playing a little bit with house money here, right? Like when we looked at yeah. the schedule after Dak got hurt, it's like, Okay, if you can come out of the Philadelphia game at three and three, you're you're doing great, right? right. You're keeping your head above water. So you're kind of just playing with house money right now. Right, yeah. Exactly. So I think Mike McCarthy and Kellamore and Dan Quinn know that, and they might call a game that way, right? You might see some wild things from the Cowboys. Like we know John Bones Fossil, the Cowboys special teams coordinator, he's not afraid to have a fake punt. So if the offense is stalling, don't be surprised if the Cowboys run a trick play, or don't be surprised if they're going for forward on fourth down from their own 40-yard line. So I would expect the Cowboys to be very aggressive in this game to try to find ways to steal possessions and steal points. Yeah, it's crazy. It's almost like the home team that's favored that's up right now in the division has more pressure on them. It's oh, actually absolutely. The Eagles. There's no, yeah. there's no question about it. I definitely agree. I still think that they'll take this game. Uh, I think the Cowboys will cover. I think it's going to be a close one that comes down to the final possession. So plus six, I might take the Cowboys there, but I'll take the Eagles outright if I'm going money line. And then 42 points with the over under that, that's tough. It could go either way, Marcus, because both offenses are so talented, but both defenses are so good too. Yeah. And it's a division game, and usually yeah. division games are a little bit sloppier, and right. it's harder to score. Plus, these defenses are awesome. And I think I think both Philly and Dallas just want to run the crap out of the ball in this game, right? Like, they want to establish yeah. the line of scrimmage. Um, so, yeah. Especially I, with these pass rushes, right? You, yeah, oh, you have to get it going. Absolutely. Would it shock you at all if, we get, if we're going into the fourth quarter and the score is like 14-13? Because no, they wouldn't for me. So that's why I'm leaning under here. And if it's – 30 to 28 I wouldn't be surprised either I mean right. it, both these teams that's a good thing about both teams I guess for both fan bases they can win in many different ways so uh, it'll be fascinating to see what happens on Sunday night how this game goes 825 kickoff the Eagles are 5-0 and Cowboys are 4-1 and the NFC East is back it's a big matchup make sure you subscribe to Lockdown Eagles and Lockdown Cowboys on all podcast platforms for a show Monday through Friday we both got podcasts for you tomorrow as well leading into the prime time matchup Thank you so much for making Lockdown Eagles and Lockdown Cowboys your first listen each and every day. Make sure your second listen is the Peacock and Williamson NFL show. Brian Peacock and former NFL scout Matt Williamson give you the expert NFL analysis in less than 30 minutes. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Marcus, always great to talk to you, man. This is I can't wait for this game. Yeah, NFC East is back. Enjoy it, Louie.